hey guys i'm sophia and i'm sophie and this is the in pursuit podcast we're back welcome back um today we're going to talk about meditation we have told you guys in a few of our um previous podcasts that um i think we've mentioned it like multiple times how sounds really weird but how into meditation we are (laughs) um but no seriously meditation has been such a life changer for us in the past like five six months of our lives and we wanted to do a whole podcast about meditation because it's super important and has impacted us a lot so we wanted to just share what we've learned and sort of like what the lord has taught us through meditation and yeah so we realized that meditation can be a little bit confusing to talk about um we're going to talk about it from a biblical perspective because there's different types of meditation but basically we're always meditating on something and i was talking to my cousin over dinner and i brought up the fact that meditation had been such a powerful agent of change in my life to like redirect me back to the truth of god's word and she was like oh you meditate that's awesome But I think in her mind, she thought I was talking about Eastern meditation, which is the practice of emptying one's mind so that you can, I don't know, come to a higher level of awareness. But that's kind of, I don't know if it's, it's too strong of a word to use, but like that's kind of demonic because, oh, okay. Here's the thing. Um, we're always meditating on something and when we try to empty our minds instead of filling ourselves with something else (coughs) god's word then we're really just leaving ourselves open like literally keeping the door unlocked in a really bad neighborhood to let anything come in and so when we talk about meditation it's going to be talking about meditating on the word of god and yeah all of the things that go along with that (laughs) It sort of reminds me of, you've used this analogy before in one of our other podcasts, but you talked about that analogy of like a muddy cup and Mm. how there's like when there's dirt in a cup and you fill it with clean water and the like it makes a muddy concoction and eventually the more you pour clean water into the muddy cup, the more clear the water becomes. And that's sort of what meditation is. Like we obviously are sinful people and just gravitate towards filling our minds with disgusting nasty like garbage of the world and meditation specifically like the meditation that we're talking about like meditating on scripture is doing the opposite it's filling us with that like clean water so that all the gunk and dirt can rise to the surface and come out but in order for all the gunk to come out we need the clean pure water to come in so and the whole purpose of meditation is building intimacy with the lord Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about what god showed you about that about trust whoa whoa trust issues Uh uh-oh not drake okay so that's a little thing that we wanted to share because we just got our spotify wrapped um, 2021 2021 playlist things and we both saw them we were like "Uh uh-oh we're about to be really convicted especially the fact that we got it the day that we're doing the meditation um, podcast yeah the meditation podcast we were like oh boy this is gonna be bad (laughs) and 
that i mean that just goes to show we're not perfect at it we're trying and we are doing a lot better than we were six months ago but it's still really really hard like we still want to listen to drake and and ariana Ariana grande Grande. that uh, my top artist of the year was ariana grande and hers was drake but just some transparency for you guys yeah just some honesty like it's hard (laughs) when drake exists honestly how are you gonna be a proverbs 31 woman when 34 35 is playing in the background (laughs) no actually so anyways all that to say yeah that's just honest that's just like us being honest like we're not perfect at it we are still trying i go through phases where i'm like <laughs> literally i'm deleting my entire spotify because i have no self-control over the music that i listen to because music is meditation that's one of like in our culture i think music is used as an example a lot but for good reason because music is something that we meditate on constantly without even realizing it we can't even walk through the grocery store without being like without there being music playing like we're always listening to music and it's such a huge part of our culture that I use it as an example a lot because I know that as much as in high school when there would be a teaching in youth about how music we need to be careful about the music we listen to blah 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 and I'd be like nah like I just listen to it for the beat like I don't even (laughs) hear the words blah 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 that's just not true like as much as I deeply like so deeply want that to be true it's just not and like what you consume you are what you eat and if I'm consuming trash music that it is gonna affect me whether I realize it in that moment or not and I've become more in tune to that feeling of oh this is starting to affect me now because I have been meditating on scripture a lot so I can feel the effects of trash music much more easily but when before I really didn't like I would I was just like numb to it and like all the curse words and the bad language and the inappropriate whatever like I was unfazed but it affects you so deeply and like I don't even know it's so it's so much deeper than you think it is and that's just one example with music we are constantly meditating and I think that was Sophie's point is that like where our minds are never empty as much as we like want to believe that we can be like zen and whatever and like not think about anything that's just not true our minds are never empty and it's like okay so if our minds are never empty then like what do I want to live there like what do I want to be there and so anyways in Philippians 4 8 this was one of the verses that we started meditating on at the beginning of boy cleanse if you don't know what boy cleanse is please go watch the video um or the podcast or the audio whatever whatever you listen to whichever (laughs) form um i'm thinking video because we're doing this in front of a camera but anyways if you're the audio learner more power to you and in this verse it says finally brethren whatever things are true whatever is honest whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is of good report if there's any virtue if there's anything praiseworthy think on these things Mm. so it's not like huh what do we think about all of those things like you can classify the word of god under all of them Mm -hmm. and pretty much anything else garbage (laughs) pretty much i I mean 
that's also not true like it's not it's not yeah. like there is obviously like having fruitful conversations listening to worship music listening to teachings like they, listening to music that is secular that doesn't bring like yeah that like listening to a like, bunch of curse words and like innuendo and all that yeah there's another verse in psalm 101 verse 3 and i know it because my mom took a label maker and printed it out and stuck it on every tv and computer in our house that says i will set before my eyes no vile thing and the concept of setting something before your eyes is very much relevant to meditation mm-hmm. i think literally i like think of this song that like children's song that's like be careful little eyes what you see or like be careful little ears what you hear and like mm-hmm. blah 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 goes through all the things and it's true like you really need to be careful because you don't realize like you genuinely don't realize the effects that it has on you and until you start like meditating on the opposite and you realize how much the word of God and like scripture can affect you differently that's when you start to realize how much the things that you meditate on that are of the world affect you Mm -hmm. and um something we are referring to this like journey book a lot because we I don't know if we've talked about the journey book yet but we have yeah basically like it's this sort of retreat thing that we went on and the book is just really powerful and we kind of like refer to it a lot because it has a lot of like really good nuggets of wisdom so one thing that in the chapter on meditation that it says is what captivates your imagination is ultimately what what takes you captive and that's so true like it's it's in your thought life like it's not it, it can even you could literally be sitting perfectly still not listening or watching to watching anything and you're still in your imagination thinking about things that you shouldn't be thinking about and so um not only is it like what you see what you watch what you hear it's also what you think about and um yeah i don't know and what you think about is largely influenced by all of those senses Mm -hmm. like god created us to touch things and see things and smell things and hear things and i just think of like you know worship ministry like how music ministers to people and it's a really big like agent of healing for a lot of people who don't know the lord especially like missions trips you always have like these amazing worship sessions and if you think about music as ministry then it changes your perspective too on like the bad music that we listen to what is that ministering to my soul oof like i I heard someone talk about that and I was like oh no (laughs) that's like kind of life-changing because a lot of times we think about things from a very physical POV and we think like oh this is just what's in front of me or this is just who I'm talking to or whatever and we don't just live in a physical world if you believe that then that's totally for you to think but from a biblical perspective like there's a world that's a spiritual world that we live in also and our like beings are not just physical beings we have a body yeah we have a soul which consists of our heart and our minds but we also have a spirit 
And if those three things are not in alignment and the spirit isn't leading, then all the other things are going to go kind of wonky. And I just think that's a really important concept too to think about that the things in the physical affect our like spirits. Yeah. Dang. (laughs) Sheesh. Sorry. Um, Do you want to talk about like boy cleanse and how long it took for us to see the actual effects of meditation? (laughs) Okay, here we go. So I remember talking to Soph before we started boy cleanse and pretty much telling her like, look, I feel like I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Like my actions look a certain way and like I'm doing fine, but I don't feel any different. Like I don't feel the Lord. Like I'm reading my Bible and I'm whatever and I'm not doing these things. And that that just goes to show like just the absence of something doesn't bring you any closer to the Lord. And so like the absence of the sinful things I was doing or saying or whatever before wasn't bringing me any closer to the Lord. And I kind of just like was at sort of like a dry spot of just like I don't really know what to do because like this is the example that Becky told me one time she was like if we look at ourselves like we are a sin factory and there are sins that are produced by us as the sin factory and those are the things we do the things we say like that's what's produced by this in factory. And I was basically telling her this same dilemma that I was having. And she was like, you trust and you know that the Lord has taken care of your sins, the things that were produced by this in factory. And you know that like, he's forgiven you, you're washed clean, blah, blah, blah. And you know, he's taken care of the sins that are produced by this in factory, but you don't trust that he can take care of the actual sin factory. And that was like, oh, shoot, like, I know he's forgiven me for all of these things and I trust that, but I don't trust that he can can actually wire the production mechanism. Yeah, I don't trust that he can literally change me, that he can change my heart, that he can renew my mind. And that was where I was at before this boy cleanse, like, I'm not doing these bad things anymore, but like I still am not like nothing's happening. Like I'm not seeing any fruit in my life and like I don't know what to do. Like my heart doesn't feel any different and my mind is still the same. Like I don't feel any different. Um, And meditation seriously was the answer. Like it literally was the thing that like unlocked all of that and it took a while like it seriously took like four four and a half months of us intentionally meditating on scripture for us to see any like change change and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden we were like huh we look a lot different than we look than we looked like four months ago Mm -hmm. and it was like I don't know what it was but like Soph went away on a trip and then came back and we were just like talking And we were like, wow, like if we compare ourselves to like who we were and the way like our hearts and minds looked four months ago, it was really different. Mm -hmm. And like that just goes to show like 
you don't realize how powerful things are because like we didn't realize the power of like we didn't realize the extent of what meditating on scripture would do to our hearts and our minds and we I don't think we still do like we're still doing this and it still feels like okay like sometimes it's just like all right gotta meditate on my verse and it's just like sometimes you're really feeling it and sometimes you're just not but that like you have to be disciplined and like just do it because it genuinely like it changes things and it's so transformational and in a practical way like the way that we did it was we both we picked together one verse a week Mm -hmm. and we meditated on that scripture for the week and a practical thing that um I was we were both taught through going through um the journey to the heart little seminar thing was um 15 minutes a day just spend 15 minutes every morning meditating on a verse because something else that it talks about in the journey book is how like you can't I can't trust Soph as my friend without knowing her Mm. I can't trust whoever without getting to know them you don't trust somebody without getting to know them somebody somebody could tell me all the amazing things about Soph all day long I'm still not going to trust her unless I know her personally and I and I'm persuaded that she's a trustworthy person Mm -hmm. at least for me like I feel like the Lord is like untouchable unreachable like all the way up here when it's so the opposite he's the closest to us and he's the closest to our heart and and like he literally wants to live in our hearts so like that view has had to change and I have started to compare things to like my close relationships so like the way I got to trust Soph was by getting to know her and that's how I began to trust her and in the same way if I'm not trusting that the Lord can heal my heart and renew my mind then I must not know him well enough And how do you get to know somebody? It's by listening to them. And so meditating on scripture for me was, okay, I'm going to get to know the Lord through meditating on scripture. And that's the only way that he can persuade me that he's trustworthy. And that has taken shape in so many different ways in my life because there are so many areas that I'm like, oh, wow, I don't trust the Lord in this area. Why don't I trust him in this area? What am I not believing about the Lord? And like it's presented itself in so many different ways, like even in like my self-worth and when I like doubt how much I'm worth, like what am I not believing about the Lord? Am I not believing that he is a perfect father and a perfect maker and that he made me perfectly the way that he exactly how he wants me to be like what am I not believing about him and how do I start to believe that what scripture do I meditate on and like how can the Lord persuade me that he's trustworthy in that area and that's through meditating on his word yeah and even like chemically speaking we have in our brains neural pathways where thoughts travel like on a road let's say i don't know you start 
traveling trampling on the same path in a garden right the grass starts to wear down and then eventually like it the grass just stops growing it erodes and now there's a very clear path of where you've been walking over and over and over again in that same spot and in that same way our brains are wired so that when we take the same path of action it literally carves out a little tunnel in our brain and says oh we're doing this now oh we're doing this now and that's how thoughts become habits because we travel the same pathways over and over again that our brain is wired to go back to those same habits and the only way to basically make the grass start growing again and cover up that little pathway and start going a different way is to meditate on something different to do something differently but a various number of times so that it replaces that entire pathway because if you think about it it takes so much time and so much traveling to go back and forth the same way that it's going to take that much that amount of time or longer to reverse the pattern in a sense and like I experienced that in high school with a lot of identity and like worth and all of these things where I one of my friends would get so mad at me because I would literally present myself to a new acquaintance and this is like a fear of man rejection people pleasing tendency but I would literally go up to people and say hi my name's Sophie and like I just am a people pleaser and like I yeah I'm just not really good at like acts of service or whatever it was like the list off the negative things about myself because that's what like I thought about myself and my friend would get so mad at me and be like um why are you doing that like that's not true and you need to speak life over yourself and I'm like but I mean I struggle with all those things I'm not telling a lie and she's like I don't care she's like those things are not good they're not what God has planned for you and you need to walk in like the truth of who the Lord created you to be instead of like the things that the devil's throwing your way and I'm like, because she goes, how you present yourself to other people is how they're going to start thinking about you. And like how you talk about yourself gives other people ground on how they get to talk about you and treat you and all these things. But basically how meditation and like thinking about myself in a certain way and telling myself the same lies over and over and over again in my heart started coming out in my life. And I'm just, should I say some of them? Just like, okay. Do it up. So one of the things is that in middle school, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of annoying, very annoying, (laughs) but um, I didn't have the nicest classmates and they would say things like, shut up, Sophia. No one cares what you have to say. You're really annoying. And so things that I would tell myself in interactions with new people is that no one cared what I had to say and that I was annoying and so I should just like back off and try to be cooler because if not then people weren't gonna like me um always the good old not blank enough statement that's another thing that pops into my head as a lie that a lot of people believe whether it's not smart enough not pretty enough not skinny enough not um which I think is very universal yeah that's what I'm saying that like that statement for me was like specific things but for you it might look different but I would 
like maybe challenge you even to ask yourself like what are the lies that I'm believing so that those things can come up to the surface God can expose that in your heart and start covering that with the truth and with love in the song it says like be careful little eyes what you see be careful little ears what you hear for the father up above is looking down in love oh be careful little eyes what you see Mm -hmm. and the concept of like our father is looking at us in love Mm -hmm. and like his truth covers all of those broken areas in our heart that we might be tempted to go back to those pathways that satan has like taking ground in our minds that we need to give back to the Lord and say, God, I'm going to surrender this to you and know that it's going to take a lot of time and a lot of hard work. And call it what it is. Mm -hmm. Like when you recognize like, oh, I doubt myself in this area. I'm believing this lie. It's not a part of who you are and it's not a part of god's plan for you like it's not who he created you to be so call it what it is call it a lie and once you recognize like okay this is a lie like it's hard it's hard to do that and it's hard to be like okay this is not a part of my identity this is not a part of who christ created me to be this is a lie and i have allowed the enemy to use this lie in my life so much and in my heart and in my mind I've given this ground over to him how do I take it back how do I take back this the ground that I've given over to the enemy by believing the lies that he's put inside of my head Mm -hmm. and honestly it's really tough and like when you've like Soph was talking about when you've traveled that path so many times when at least for me when I look in the mirror and every time I look in the mirror it's ugh like I look this, I look that, my acne's ugly, like blah, blah, blah. When you've tried, we don't even realize how many times we in so, in such small ways, allow the enemy to affect the way that we think about ourselves mm. and in turn affect what we think about the Lord. Because if we're believing those things about ourselves, that's what we're beginning to believe about the Lord. We're beginning to believe that that's, how he created us which is a lie like that's literally such a lie Mm -hmm. and it like it affects how we see ourselves but more importantly it affects how we see the lord and so being able to recognize those things for what it is and changing that habit it's really hard Mm -hmm. it's really hard to create those new pathways but if you do it it changes things like it'll change your heart it'll change your mind it'll change your life and it'll change the way that you trust and rely on the lord an example that i wanted to bring up that i there's a couple examples because this really is super universal to every area of our lives because the enemy is constantly working Mm -hmm. and um one example that I've used in conversations with some of my friends, I've talked about it in like, okay, when we think about something that is so widely consumed in at least America, but all over is porn. And it's like, okay, if we're, if somebody is consuming X amount of porn over X amount of years how much meditation on scripture will it take to renew that area of someone's brain yeah and so it's tough but like it it happens and it can happen and like that's the incredible thing about the lord is that like he's 
a redeemer and he can renew your heart and he can renew your mind and literally wash you clean but you have to put you have to believe that he can Mm. and you have to want to get there because if you don't if you don't want to get to know him and you're just like I want that was the thing that was like super transformational was I kept saying like I want like I know I want the Lord I just don't know how to get there like I want I want to want to you Mm. know what I mean like that I want to want to and it's like no if I want to I'm going to like I'm going to get to know him I'm going to meditate on scripture I'm going to figure out what in my mind I have given over to the enemy and take it back and give it to the Lord to heal Mm. because I can't heal it on my own I can't like fix my my past and my wounds only the lord can and he can redeem everything but i have to be able to recognize it give it to him and then replace what i've given over to the enemy with christ i can't just sit by and do nothing and then think that the lord is gonna like sprinkle some magic fairy dust without me doing anything and be like renewed which like he does renew us, but we need to get to know him and we need to seek his heart and discipline our minds. Yeah. In our society, I feel like we've grown so accustomed to having undisciplined minds that just get to run all over and think about whatever they want and do whatever they want and sometimes say whatever they want because out of the heart, the mouth speaks. But um, I just think like, there's that aspect of like turning to the Lord in something and saying, God, I'm really weak. I can't, but I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that you can. And like, will you help me? Like there's a verse that says like, his grace is sufficient for me. And in my weakness, he is strong. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about that yesterday because I've been for the past like three days, really intentional about taking the extra time that I have in my day and just being with the Lord. And whew, yesterday, um, I think I got on my phone. Classic example of an undisciplined mind. Four seconds of boredom and I'm like, huh, let me grab my screen to entertain me. And I got on my phone and I don't know what I was doing, but I literally felt like all of this really great intimacy that I was experiencing with the Lord vanish I felt like it disappeared like I came out from under his shadow and I was like por qué why like what just happened and it literally took a moment of distraction for me to be like oh wait god I'm missing you and like in uh the maverick song i forget what it closer it's like i need your love like i need water i need your love like i need breath inside of my lungs and recognizing that it's a moment to moment thing to turn away from the thoughts that we want to like have running through our head and to turn them over to the lord and allow him to go into those areas and like start doing the work like there is a matched effort like we have to put in work for that too because Mm -hmm. discipline doesn't just come by someone else telling you what you should be doing like there's an aspect of us having to walk in it and knowing that it's not like 
a performance thing because we can read our bible every single day and still not be keeping the word Mm -hmm. and i just think like there's a discipline that i'm still like having a really difficult time learning but it's been really cool because i've seen god like implant in me a need a need for him that only he can satisfy so that's really cool yeah and I was talking about this the other day I was having a conversation with one of my friends and we were just talking about like what it looks like to not be able to do things on our own and how like Mm -hmm. if I think that I need to be perfectly packaged and put together in order to come to the Lord then I'm not believing that he's a good father because a good father picks up their kid off the ground and like in the weakness of their child they help them through it and that's what the lord wants he doesn't want us to come to him perfectly packaged and put Mm. together he wants us to come to him in our need and in our weakness and just being honest with him and just being like lord like i can't do this i can't i need you because i literally cannot do this on my own and like he's right there Mm-hmm. to walk you through it and to help you through it and that that goes for so many different literally every area of our lives like we have to just empty ourselves and just be like lord fill me fill me because i i can't do it on my own i was on a walk with my friend becky and we were talking about like boys as girls mm. do she's married so i tell her like all my non-existent boy (laughs) drama right and um we were just talking about the concept of attraction and she said this to me and I literally was so taken aback she goes you know attraction is a meditation and I was like what (laughs) I think I just malfunctioned she goes yeah I mean when you think about someone like they pop into your head throughout the day you're attracted to them and like you allow that attraction to them to kind of run loops in your mind and Mm. the whole phenomenon of thinking about them when they're not there and when they're in the same room with you it's like you're being like drawn over to them and I was like wait what else are meditations that I don't even realize are in my life another one I discovered comparison Mm. like another one that I discovered was um like uh what is it oh a victim mentality of like constantly telling yourself over and over and over again like oh what was me why does this happen to me blah 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 and it's crazy the amount of lies and stupidity Mm. that the devil can throw your way that if you're not focusing on the lord we grab hold of so quickly and it's like a constant battle of Satan getting in that little crack and us not even realizing it and us having to go back and, you and can seal give, it up. You can give Satan a crack and he will infect the whole area. Like yeah. he will make his way in. If you give him this much, he's going to take this much. And so you have to be really careful and really like mindful of it and I think that was my biggest issue was that as we talked about in our first podcast (laughs) I'm not the most self-aware and I just kind of like my tendency is to just like 
ignore problems until they get big enough to where I can't ignore them anymore or just like genuinely just like literally pretend things like don't happen or don't exist so that like I don't have to deal with it and like having to that's another thing having to retrain myself and my mind to be like okay lord like you need to make me aware of the things that I need to be aware of because I can't do it on my own like literally I I just won't recognize things like I won't somebody said to me the other day that I would have trouble being honest with people because I would have trouble being honest with myself and that was true like I didn't want to be honest with myself so I just ignored everything and that translated into people not even really knowing stuff about me because I wasn't honest with myself enough to be honest with other people Mm. and so anyways I'm nodding because I can also relate it's not just a you thing she's like yeah you you you. really do struggle with that a lot (laughs) (laughs) um no but that is a relatable thing of like not wanting to acknowledge certain things yeah because who wants to like acknowledge the filth and sin in their life like who who actually wants to be like yeah I do this and like I'm awful and like blah 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 I don't think anyone's pride subscribes to the right self-aware let me bring things to the lord because that takes humility yeah yeah oof bars anyways so yeah i don't know i don't know if there was anything else you wanted to say was there anything else i wanted to say i just wanted to mention that i have posters in my room on the back of my door attached with zebra duct tape of a camp that I went to a while ago we wrote these posters out and the lady leading the session was like I want you guys to think of the three character traits that you want to see in your life like the three things that you want to be and write them down and put I am at the top of that paper and write those three things in faith that God will do it in your life and I was like oh, this feels hypocritical I feel like a liar because on the paper I put selfless fearless and flawless for someone who has struggled a lot with selfishness and fear especially of like people pleasing fear of man and then identity and like image i was like this feels so wrong this feels like the opposite of what i'm supposed to write i wrote it on the paper and i put it on the back of my door because i didn't have anywhere else to put it and every night before i fall asleep i look at that paper consciously or unconsciously and it reads i am a selfless fearless flawless and then in the corner it says beloved daughter of the king and i don't know what kind of power is in that poster but i've seen god so faithfully like speaking that into my life and bringing me closer not just to those things but conforming me to the image of his son so not that i'm perfect by any means or that i don't struggle with this on a daily hourly minutely basis but something about having those words up keeping them literally in front of my face because they're right in front of my bed has been like hmm i wonder if that has anything to do with the fact that these are the things that i feel like the lord has really built in me And yeah, I'm just like super grateful for that and like for the word and all of the amazing things that God declares over us that we can like declare over ourselves. And just knowing that it's okay that we're still struggling through things 
but we get to seek him in it and we get to know him through those things so and like there are so many incredible like obviously the way that the lord renews your heart is just like it's a byproduct of meditating on scripture and there have been so many things i think that's the thing that sophie and i realized that it's like oh wait we can see all these differences in little ways and big ways in our lives that look different than they did four or five months ago and like it's even in like it's it's in so many different ways but one that just popped into my mind was you become more selfless when you're not focused so much on yourself and like meditating on all things you and you're meditating on scripture and what the lord says you listen I'm not perfect. I still have a lot of trouble being selfless and like loving people the way that Christ loves people and the way that Christ calls us to love people. But you aren't so focused on yourself and it opens that door for the Lord to be able to use you to love other people because you're focused on him. And that's just one of one of so many examples of like what the Lord can do just by taking your eyes off of yourself and putting them on him and taking your eyes off of the distractions of the word the world and putting them on his word. So, yeah, and we've seen it a lot and it's been really cool to see all the change in our life and to recognize that like within our own hearts in the secret places that other people don't see but it's really just like Soph said it's a byproduct of knowing God and like getting to be intimate with him by knowing him listening to his voice and reading his word yeah and it's like it takes a while for us to see any thing any change at all it took four and a half months for us yeah to see like to actually notice any difference so and, like, don't be discouraged yeah don't be discouraged like and that that was my point in bringing up earlier the example of like if you're meditating on the a lie of the enemy for so long how long will it take to undo that and there are still things that like i'm believing mm-hmm. that like are taking a while to undo and that's because I've meditated on them my whole life. If I've meditated on the fact that I'm not worth anything for what, since I was, since I can remember, since I was like, let's say 10, that's 10 years of meditating on that my worth comes from what I look like or my appearance or what my body looks like or whatever, or like how guys treat me. That's 10 years of meditating on that. It could very well take 10 or 20 years for the Lord to completely undo that. Mm -hmm. But it's possible and it's a practice. So don't be discouraged in meditating on scripture. It's not going to happen instantly. Just like you can't trust someone instantly. You have to build that. Yeah, you have to build that relationship and relationships take time and they take effort, but they're worth it. So anyways... Is that all we have to say? That is all. And we'll catch you next, next week. Yep. Bye. We'll catch you in two weeks. Bye.